Said he would come down with a new style He said my break free from reality with me This time around well you can see that there ain't nothing But you and me and we and know It's been turtles All the way down And that you're not real All the way down I'm not real Um, time You're really time. unreal Time's and, uh, not a thing By that I mean you don't exist um, and God I don't either I, not a thing, but you're also God. Uh, it's complicated. We should probably start the show. All the way down. Oh, yeah. Hey, everybody. Seamus Harvey here. You are at the Sacred Shame once again. What is wrong with you? You keep coming back here. <sighs> you would think you would learn your lesson and stay home. You know, you don't have to do anything. You're still locked up. It's not like anyone forced you come in here and listen to this crazy dude babble cancer boy talking about crazy shit like you're not real and you're god weird i am so excited people i i i cannot contain myself i am like giddy i am fanboying i am ecstatic um you if you're listening to the show if you did come in today i know i just chastised you for it but truthfully uh, you made the right choice this, this was the day to come listen to the sacred shame because we have a bunch of sacred shame firsts okay so first uh, i'm gonna have my first uh, studio guest here today um, and it is uh, my good friend emma dilemma and this is also first because this is the first day since social distancing started that i've been able to like hang out with emma dilemma and we used to be roommates we used to hang out all the time and she is badass and uh you know covid kept us apart nobody wanna see us together but it don't matter though but they've started reopening new orleans louisiana we have both been tested that we do not have the rona and so she is live in studio here at the sacred shame we're going to talk some stuff and that's the other first that we're going to get into is that this is a book club episode of sacred shame and we're going to be doing a little book club discussion of Starhawk's Dreaming in the Dark. Uh, but yeah, I'm going to introduce Emma. Emma, here, why don't you introduce yourself? Hi. How's everybody doing? Um, my name is Emma Dilemma. I am a chef, uh, activist, artist. Badass. <laughs> badass chef, activist, artist. Um, and also um, co-founder of an organization um, and community around uh, creating space for psychedelic psychedelic spaces and exploratory spaces for people of color called People of Technicolor. That's badass. And so, um, yeah, we thought we'd talk a little bit about shame, and I think there's some relationships to, like, psychedelics and shame and communities of color. And why, would, why would you think that shame was appropriate to talk about on Sacred Shame podcast? That's, I think that's a little presumptuous of you. Oh, sorry. You know, yeah, that's artistic sorry. license. You know, I'm not, not, no, that's great. That's awesome. Yeah, <laughs> continue. I'm sorry. Uh, no, uh, I just, um, I think that there's so much to talk about in, like, giving people an opportunity to explore and see that we are... Um, able to be a lot of different things and a lot of different uh different entities and that we get to choose the people that we want to be through lots of different decisions that we make every day um and that i think that there's a lot to say about moving towards our authentic selves 
and moving toward and allowing for things like journeys and experiments and medicine and social engagement to um, help move us consciously towards a, a, the person we want to be. And I think that's a conversation that we don't often get to have in uh, immigrant communities and in communities where there's a lot of poverty and in a lot of really traditional um, religious communities as well. I think like Catholic communities in particular um, have hold a lot of what is allowed and what isn't. And I think it's a good to explore those little those little gray areas of what is good and what is good for us. Yeah, that's every, everything here is really, all the real stuff is the stuff that's in between the lines. It's that stuff that's just right there at the edge. Mm-hmm. That, that's actually, the, that's the whole thing. Everything else is just this shared delusion. And all yeah. the meat and potatoes is, right, is the stuff that's just, uh, it's just right there, right there. In the so one, this is just objectively a fantastic thing that you do. It is amazing. I have always been humbled by it. It is just really awesome. But also, uh, there's something sort of pornographic about it right now because you're talking about like these amazing journeys and social gatherings and people being together. And I've been stuck in this house for two months alone. So man, that is cool. Uh, that is that just sounds way cooler today. Uh, I mean, it's always been cool, but uh, I can't go probably because I am not a person of color. Um, so talk about that. That is awesome. Um, well, one of the things right now is I think that uh, it's funny because I don't think the community that we've created um, is doing drugs together. We are talking about our experiences. We are lending an ear in challenging spaces. We're talking about mentorship and like harm reduction and helping people feel safe and talking about safe spaces because we don't have to do things together for us to hold space for each other to learn from each other's experiences sure, and sure. figure out how to how to do those things right and how to do them well. I think there's so much fear when it comes to the things like the war on drugs. Those things impacted communities of color so much with just cannabis, right? We have white entrepreneurs making tons of money in cannabis that like lots of people of color didn't have an opportunity to when they were being entrepreneurs. Yeah, for um, sure. So like we're seeing a a shift right now and I think you know you've been to some some uh, festivals and concerts before I'm one sure one or two one or two, one or two. Yeah. and like so you know that there is uh, when we're talking about things that are considered psychedelic right we're often talking about things like Grateful Dead or we're talking about white things or fish these yeah. are the, we're talking I about white things I don't like to say white things but we're talking but there's, it there's is there's a lot of white it's, it's a, it is yeah. it is and this is a thing that communities of like people of color and white people do is like we'll say like that basically like psychedelics are white things and i just like don't think that anybody gets that ownership especially when like psilocybin was introduced to white hippies from mexican calenderas yeah like we 100% directly see that the like medicine that people are using has always interacted with communities of color. I mean, and, and like one of the things I love to think about too is when we think about the Grateful Dead, we forget about Santana. <laughs> and it's like, Santana was playing the most psychedelic rock out there at the time, man. All right, we're, we're gonna take a short commercial break. We're gonna be back uh, here on The Sacred Shame. I'm uh, Seamus Harvey here in studio with Emma Dilemma, and we'll be back right after this break.
Hey everyone, Seamus Harp here. Super excited to talk about my new sponsor, Ama Healing, amahealing.co. They are manufacturers and purveyors of fine hemp extracts, CBD products, phytocannabinoids, all of the good health things to get your body in the best shape possible uh, from a mentality and focus standpoint. And I use these fuckers every day. Literally, uh, their CBD extract and their um, Elevate Elixir, I credit with basically keeping me alive. Uh, If you're a, a, a listener to the show, you'll know that I've been dealing with cancer uh, for the last six months or so and um, just from the cancer and the inflammation and the treatment for the cancer, I feel foggy in the brain uh, a lot of the time and the products from amahealing.co, specifically the CBD oil, hemp extract and, uh, and the Elevate Elixir are really doing so much to keep me from being foggy and just feeling like bleh. And the team is amazing. Matt, Ted, all the guys and gals and peoples at amahealing.co. Love you guys so much. Uh, go to amahealing, A-M-M-A-H-E-A-L-I-N-G dot C-O. Use the code FUCKCANCER and uh, maybe get a little discount from, uh, from your boy Seamus Harvey. Again, that's amahealing, A-M-M-A-H-E-A-L-I-N-G dot co. I am Seamus Harvey. And we're back. Yeah, uh, thank you for uh, giving us some of your time to help me pay bills. Like we've talked about, this is a new podcast, so I don't have any bills yet. And I'm not making any money, but that's going to change eventually in the future. Future people that are going to listen to this podcast. I'm here in studio, very first ever. Um in studio, not just in studio, this is the very first ever anybody on the Sacred Shame that's not Seamus. Uh, so we're here with Emma Dilemma, and she was talking about uh, the people of Technicolor and, uh, and creating space, making space. And so uh, we're going to continue that conversation now. Hey, yeah. I, uh, I think we were just uh, riffing a little bit about this as well. It's just like I often will come across uh, some criticism of creating space that excludes others you know that people when you create a space for a certain group of people you'll often come across people who will be like well why can't I be there like why why can't I be in that space and I think that what we can really learn from like creating spaces is that we want to create spaces for people to feel safe right And I think we should acknowledge that not everybody feels safe with each other. There's a number of reasons that that can be true. So creating spaces for whether it's psychedelic journeys or just like having conversations and sharing your feelings on something like Facebook or Twitter or something like that, um, that you can create spaces for like private groups to have conversations. And sometimes that's really useful is to not put things out into the entire world, but keep things with a yeah. small group keep it cold of keep it cold keep it cold <laughs> yeah you know um psychedelics in particular uh were such a transformative um continue to be this massive transformative influence in my life they're just this wonderful tool that we have in this bullshit 3d construct chilling out here in the third dimension uh, with all its limitations psychedelics are this amazing tool that we've been given 
and um, and I would 100% not be the person I am today that is accepting of all of this shit going on and can just kind of just flow with it um, like that, you know, I, I would I would have been a lot more difficult, difficulter, whatever. This would have been a lot harder for to have happened if I wouldn't have had that tool, if I wouldn't have had those teachers from that medicine, um, from psychedelics, primarily in my case, acid, some shrooms, but mainly acid. Um, and to think that there are groups of people that are getting excluded from this um, from a bunch, of, a bunch of different reasons, right? Some of it's intentional, some of it's unintentional, some of it's just baggage that's getting carried over from other shit. Some of it is people thinking that hippies are all white and that they should just hang out with other white hippies. Or maybe they don't think that, but they just do it anyway. And so, you know, if you're a person of color and you're showing up to all these events and it's pretty much just white people and you have a history of white people not being the best to you, it's probably not the place that you want to drop acid and like, you know, be very vulnerable and do all that stuff. So yeah, creating, you're awesome. I saw it beginning of podcast, badass, creating safe spaces uh, for people of color, not just do psychedelics, just to like ha- have a safe yeah. space. That, that's it. That's awesome. But so uh, we're here on book club though. Uh, yeah. I mean, we could talk about how awesome you are. We will never get off the air. Um, yeah. So, so the book is Starhawk. Dreaming in the dark. Dreaming the dark. Dream. Sorry, dreaming the dark. I was doing like a whole boss thing, like dancing in the dark. Well, I don't even <laughs> like yeah. that too. The first time, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> Can't start a fire without a spark. Makes and guns for hire. So, dreaming the dark um, is by Starhawk. Starhawk is um, an amazing human, very magical human, um, who works a lot with both activist communities and spiritual communities and helps uh, and has helped establish um, some co-housing communities as well um, in the Bay Area, is a total talent and has been working for, for decades in um, sharing the magic of humans with each other and um, has done a lot to cr- try and create access to magic and magical thinking to all people in doing things like um, talking about privilege and accountability and um, talking and, and making the kinds of, of literature that's accessible for people that are working in social justice and people that just want to connect with nature. And um, this, um, and Starhawk Dreaming in the Dark is, is one of her real classics, but it's about... You said Dreaming in the Dark. I said did. Yeah, Dreaming the Dark. It reads like that, Dreaming the Dark. Yeah, Dreaming the Dark um, is uh, is about um, magic, sex, and politics. But I think that there is a... a My response to that was I love two out of three of those. <laughs> one, one of those things I could really just leave. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's not even that kind of politics. Yeah, I just wanted to read uh, something I think feels really special and, and related, though, and, and connecting. It's book club, read. Is, uh, we must discern what is sacred to us what we most value, what we can devote our energies to with passion and joy, what we are willing to risk ourselves for and take a stand for. When we devote our energies to what we most cherish, when we refuse to let our energies be diverted to further destruction or to serve other people's ends, we tap into the power that creates the everyday miracles of birth, growth, and change touch the fires 
that have not cooled since the beginning of the world shift the very plates we stand on so that new continents can form. What is sacred to you may be different than what is sacred to me, but I must trust your passion as you must trust mine. When we do, we can remake the world. That is fucking beautiful. I think that is. And so, I mean, if you're, if you're a listener to this uh, podcast, that, I mean, it's just a very poetic, much more eloquent than how Seamus Harvey puts it. But it's very, very similar to the concepts that I talk about, about how, you know, like you don't have to let other people's negativity affect you. You don't. You know, that's a choice that you're making. You can, when you choose to not do that, when you choose to just focus on what you want to focus on, on creating the value and the positivity uh, in, the, in the world, when you just focus on that, there's really, there's no upper limit to it. You can do anything. You can, like Starhawk says, you can remake the world. Um, that's awesome. I, yeah, I think it's so empowering to think about the ways, right? For me, like when I think about the things that I value and that I cherish, so much of that is like food, feeding people, nourishing people, and that like really nourishing people both spiritually uh, and physically. Um, the like when I think of the things like uh, actually feeding communities of people, whether that's through the restaurants or catering I do, or that's through um, creating spaces that are are fulfilling. We even. So like people of Technicolor had a Zoom meeting and we like started with some bells and we had a prayer. And before we even really got into talking about anything about the state of the world and the social justice of it all, we really just held space for each other to just be okay and feel safe. That's awesome. And so on that note, uh, we're going to have you come on another ep- next episode. We're just going to record right now, but we're, gonna, we're hitting up, bumping up against our episode time. Um, so I'm going to hold space for you for this next episode and then we're going to keep talking in studio with Emma Dilemma uh, come back next episode will be dropping just soon